DTS 90, we finally got to see the new stuff that's coming with the April update. Is that a weapon shader? Listening to Destiny the Show. What's good, everyone? My name is BBK Dragoon, and welcome to Destiny the Show number 90. Joined, as always, by my great co host, Diddy. How were you? How was your week? What did you play? Doing all right. This week was somewhat hellish. Um, we, Mother Nature, decided to give my town uh, a haircut. Basically, we had a golf ball sized hail with 60 mile an hour winds in my town and um, not a lot of the cars survived. (laughs) I know my girlfriend's car, she had her front windshield severely cracked, a bunch of dents and her entire rear window was smashed. Oh, that's terrible. So it's it's uh, it's still in uh, at the service king or wherever. Um, and uh, we still have not heard an estimate back yet from them because they've been so busy. Oh, I'm sure. You know, my sister went to school out in Oklahoma, and when those hailstorms hit, like, cars just get destroyed. Like, her car looked like a golf ball when it was done with all the little dimples <laughs> and stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. You guys weren't on the road when it happened, though, right? No, we were home. It happened okay. about 1030 at night, and mm. the funny thing is I had added that covered parking space because my car floods two weeks before, and the guy next to me under covered parking, the way he angled his car in the parking space, his window still got smashed in. Oh, totally. Geez. So my car got really, really lucky. Hmm. Um, but uh, some people were not so lucky. Hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that you all are safe. What did you play this week? I did. Um, I actually have a really funny story. That's uh, I was playing League of Legends, but it's also Destiny related. Um, so I was in a promotional series to the next tier. And I, my team was losing and I was listening to the Destiny soundtrack, the Destiny Taken King soundtrack. And um, there, it got to the part where it was the House of Wolves music and the Skolas theme oh, was yeah. playing. And it was super, super intense. And like at the climax of that soundtrack was when we actually turned the team fight around. And that's when we actually got the momentum to win the game after that. So it would be the equivalent of being... I would say 12,000 points behind in, in a control match, and we turned around and won. Uh, so that was that was really, really awesome, because I was like, yeah, Skolas, suck it. And uh, we won, so that was really awesome. Did you hear Varex uh, in the back of your head? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dismantle <laughs> minds. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Destiny is still doing the new monarchy quest, because I've been able to do maybe one or two strike a day. Uh, maybe and then we did you and I with pineapple boys did uh, some hard mode King's Fall finally I finally hit 307 light because I got uh, a 315 harrowed rocket launcher I forget the name of it hmm nice yeah we got through the war priest shout outs to cat stash aura sassy azure you and I I think it was everybody right I want to quick say a quick shout out to Epos Vox because not only did I play a bit on the Xbox, 
I got my first PlayStation 4 character to 40 and then up to nice. light level 230. I've been playing the PlayStation 4 character with the intents of making a video of how to level from 1 to 40 and then how to get from light level, you know, 200 up to 320. And I'm waiting for the April update because it really is a catch-up patch and we're going to talk about that April update today. It took seven hours to get from 1 to 40. I did use my level 25 boost and you could have done it faster if you used Red Bull codes and if I was completing Crucible bounty but I felt like that was a pretty decent pace if you're a brand new player. I think you could get a character 1 to 40 if you use the boost between probably like 5 and 7-ish hours. Nice. Excellent. So, April update. We saw the first stream. There's going to be another stream this Wednesday covering the gear and how the loot stuff is going to work. But we saw the activities. We learned about the new Prison of Elder stuff. So let's hop into the news and break it down for the listeners. All right, everybody. So the April update is coming on April 12th. That is a Tuesday. Diddy, do you think it's going to be at the normal uh, 11 a.m.? What is it? 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time that it usually happens? Yeah, I would say middle of the day for U.S. time zones. That seems to be always how it goes. Was Taken King and House of Wolves that time, too? Like, I don't remember, actually. It's been too long. It ha- Oh, last week, guys, I apologize. I'm old and I'm dumb, and I said that <laughs> you could matchmake the 34 version of PoE, and I was wrong. So I'm sorry that happens, and I'm dumb. <laughs> Thank you to those who were kind in reminding me. I do appreciate that. So... April update stream, we're basically getting a level 41 version of Prison of Elders and a level 42 version of Prison of Elders. There's a new strike. We're also getting a Taken version of the Priest, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, the Archon Priest, Axor. He's uh, now Taken-ified. Mm-hmm. And with the screenshots that Bungie put out, as well as the little trailer, at the start of the stream, there's a Taken sword, a bunch of new great-looking armor pieces. There's some new weaponry that has what I'm just going to call shaders, like weapon shaders. Or probably, like, they didn't show the nodes last week, but in one of the screenshots, you can see a warlock holding a pistol that's glowing red, his chest piece is glowing red, and his shotgun on his back has the taken visual look to it. So it looks like there's going to be weapon shaders of sorts. They're going to talk about that this Wednesday, so I don't want to hammer it home too much. But one of the new strikes, we're going to be fighting Malak. Yeah, Malak, and it's going to be in, it looks like it's in the Shrine of Oryx, location from the vanilla destiny storyline so Mm -hmm. it's going to be in the hellmouth it's a very big taken um knight and they said that he might have a few new abilities that we haven't seen before his head so gross the artwork though (laughs) looks pretty rad well let's talk about the main backbone of how april update's going to play for most of us there's a level 41 version of prison of elders and it is match makeable. You can match make this one. The level 42 version, which is called Challenge of the Elders, can't match make that one. So starting with the level 41 version, this is Prison of Elders, and gear can drop up and like drop in there up to 320 light. You do go to the treasure room at the end, but you don't need treasure keys. It's important to note, you don't go to the treasure room in the level 42 version. So level 41, you can match make it. Gear can drop up to 320, What's the really good news, though? Because those enemies now count towards what? Bounties. Yes! 
And engrams can drop in there too. Yep. So you can get geared up while you're fighting all the ads, and then you get the treasure room. You get the end of activity loot, and then you get the treasure room loot. And you don't need a treasure key to open that big chest. You can continually open that opening that big chest and continually grind for that loot, that 320 loot. Yeah, no weekly cap on that one. No weekly mm-hmm. cap. You can just keep running that as many times as you want, which is exciting to hear. That's going to be an easy way to get up to 320 light. This is the catch-up patch. We talk about this with House of Wolves, where House of Wolves made it extremely easy for you to get your characters up to the max level of 34. Back during Vanilla... If you were level 30, you were uncommon. There were lots of level 29s, but the full level 30 kit people were not the majority. Whereas in House of Wolves, I think it took two days or three days for yeah. us to get 34, right? <laughs> it was yeah, not two long. days. <laughs> in addition to the 41, you can run as much as you want. There are four new bosses for Prison of Elders. And then there's four bosses that we've fought before. There are taken versions of the rooms, and there's a 50-50 chance that you'll be fighting in one of those taken versions of the room. And from what I understand, I think I remember hearing that some of the older bosses that we fought maybe had small changes, like the burning floor does a bit more damage, or this has a bigger AoE. Uh, I'm actually going to read here from Planet Destiny's 10 facts about the April update. And says here, I quote, Bungie showed us what the Archon Priest will look like now that he has been consumed by Taken. They also revealed Malak, the newest Taken threat to our solar system, but they also showed us updated Prison of Elders bosses. More specifically, they showed us Pilot Servitor's new moves. Pilot Servitor now teleports and drops mines, much like the fallen dropships do. Not only has his offense been buffed, but he appeared to be much less of a bullet sponge. While watching the stream, Cosmos Fireteam was able to put damage on him very quickly when they wanted to. These updated bosses won't be our only foe, of course. We will also be facing off against four new Taken bosses as well. End quote. Anything else we need to say about the 41 version, Diddy? Um, we need to mention there's a scorecard with Prison of Elders now. Well, yeah, so, moving into the challenge of Elders. The 41 version isn't the scorecard version. Oh, okay. Well, um, so about the 41 version, no. Just uh, grind it to get that 320 light. That's going to be very nice. So if you're right now on the edge, just wait. Like if you're in that 300 to 310 range, you're going to get up to 320 pretty easily. Okay, scorecards. Drive away, Diddy. Challenge of the Elders. It's new. It's level 42. It's not matchmakeable. What is the reward? Like how high of light can drop from there? This is the only way to get 335 gear, basically. Um, Outside well, of Court of Oryx for the artifact, but... Uh, Court of Oryx, yeah, you can get that up to... You can get artifacts that drop to 335, but uh, if you want to be level 335 light, you're going to have to run the Challenge of the Elders to get that 335 light level gear. And so with the scorecard, very similar to Brother Vance in the Trials scorecard, you have to uh, do a certain thing within the Prison of Elders or the Challenge of Elders um, to get these points. There's a cumulative score and high score. So um, one round or one um, session of Challenge of Elders is three rounds, three bosses, and your cumulative score can go up to 90,000, they said. And that would be that would be running Challenge of Elders throughout the week. You know, your score doesn't reset there, but the high score would be for one 
um, playthrough of the Challenge of Elders, the, all those three rounds. Yeah. And you can get that up to 30,000, 45,000, whatever it is that week. And you can get uh, different pieces of gear depending on uh, which one or both that you complete. Exactly. So let's say I'm going in to play Challenge of the Elders with my friends, and we do very well. In all three of the bosses, we achieve what we need to, we score what we need, and we all achieve the high score. If we do that, we are guaranteed a 335 weapon. The cumulative score is something that builds through multiple runs. It looked like about three to four runs of challenge of the elders if you are performing up to snuff and if you do hit the cumulative score for that week you will get a 335 piece of armor it's important to note both the high and cumulative score rewards are on a weekly um, timer so you can't get multiples you can't go and do six cumulative score runs each week it's just going to be one per character and that's something that we're pretty excited about. Talking about the scoring, there are four score modifier things. And those were mentioned on stream. Primary, or excuse me, precision damage, grenade damage. I can't remember what the other two were, but Mobility I sent it to damage. And, uh, I They didn't say super. the fourth one. He's, he, he like mumbled Yeah, it. he didn't say the fourth one, yeah. but uh, we think it's super. Mm-hmm. So when you go into fight these bosses... If you take longer than five minutes, Varix grows impatient with you and starts lowering some of that score. I believe that was what was happening. Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. I remember the five-minute thingy. I just... Yeah, so the longer it takes for you to complete the uh, the room, Varix will just grow impatient and start deducting points. and be like, you're taking too long, guys. You're supposed to be guardians of, of the galaxy. It's important to note that <laughs> high score, it's team. It's not individual. Like, that high score... It's everybody working together. It's not just solo stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. One thing we should also mention is in the This Week at Bungie blog post, there's a GIF of all the Guardians in the Prison of Elders um, room the before you start. And one of them has the Taken shader on. And we originally thought this might be an instance in which a Guardian is taken, but that doesn't seem to be the case this time. So the Taken shader looks like an equipable Taken shader for your Guardian. Mm-hmm. I want to note as well, you don't go to the treasure room for the level 42 version. Stuff can still possibly have the chance to drop in there up in the nice, you know, 330 light level 335, I think, for the 42. But you're not going to the treasure room. I'm going to quote here also again from the Planet Destiny 10 facts about the April update. Bungie has confirmed that drops in King's Fall hard mode will be updated to 330 light. However, during the live stream event, Cosmo's character can be spotted wearing harrowed gear while maintaining 335 light. So it looks like some of that raid gear is going to be infusible up to 335. All right, so you mentioned Court of Oryx earlier, and we also mentioned King's Fall. King's Fall is getting a little bit of an update in terms to uh, the drop levels. So King's Fall will drop rewards up to 330, and I'm going to assume that's probably King's Fall hard mode that's dropping stuff at 330, right. and maybe normal mode is 320. It, the Bungie post did not specifically say what normal mode would drop, but Court of Oryx will drop artifacts up to 335, and we can probably assume this is the Tier 3 weekly Court of Oryx boss 335 artifact right? Yeah, I would say that's a safe assumption. And let's specify again, it's just the artifact just the that artifact. you get at 335. According so, to the bungee post. Yeah, according to the bungee post. So we're going to have to run 
Court of Works to get 335 light max. So there you go. We're learning more about the rewards this week. We're going to probably see what those weapon shader hacker things are, as well as some surprises. They did not reveal to us what that little flower thing looked like. The, oh gosh, what in the heck was that called? Do you remember the little flower purple thing that they got? The, the emblem they got after completing the 42 level? Yeah. I No, I don't remember. Okay. We should talk about Iron Banner then before we actually move on and discuss the update further yeah iron banner is returning this week um so the last week of march in the first week of april we're dropping the um the hand cannon and the heavy machine gun and you can get the the chess piece and the gauntlets from drops yay very good what is our game mode is it control it is control. control. Yep. All right. I'm looking forward Classic to this one. Classic control, baby. Let's do this. If you don't have a Quillums, the HMG is actually a pretty decent HMG. Although I feel like everybody and their brother has Quillums at this point. So <laughs> it's the only heavy machine gun I die from in the Crucible anymore. There is a new quest, a new mission, the new strike, and there is a PlayStation exclusive quest that's coming with the update. I think that covered just about all of it. The Guardians will also face new bounties and that updated strike. Yeah, we covered it. Awesome. So what do we think about the scoring of Prison of Elders? Is this the scoring system that we wanted? Because I'm going to go out on a limb and say, while this is a cool idea and I'm going to reserve judgment until I play it, it's not necessarily what I had in mind and what we discussed about for scoring with Prison of Elders. We sort of wanted to see DPS charts, high score type deal, but this is one of those get through it quick, get through it achieving the score modifier that we've put in place. Uh, Deej did tweet out this week at their internal playtesting challenge of the Elders mode took on average 35 minutes for Guardians to complete. If you're trying to get the cumulative, that looks like we're going to be playing about an hour and a half to maybe two hours of Prison of Elders each week which I'm really looking forward to, but scoring-wise, Diddy, what are your thoughts? Um, they could have done more. That's my that's my thought. Um, it's all about... So they mentioned in this stream, it's not always about killing, you know, that Defender Titan sitting in the back of the room soaking up all the damage, producing a lot of orbs of light for your team. You're still getting points for producing those orbs of light, soaking that damage, using your super, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's not all about who gets the most kills, gets the most points. You know, it, it might be that way because of the way precision kill modifier is what we saw on the stream. Um, so it, it might be, you know, the guy getting 50 kills as opposed to 20 kills gets more points. Very obviously, he's using that weekly modifier, scoring modifier. So, uh, you know, you're still going to be getting points even if you're not doing the most damage or whatever. But I would like to see DPS. We were doing the King's Fall hard, hard mode raid this past week and even though i'm i was only light level 304 with my equipped gear you know i was still putting up you know top three top four dps on the war priest you know mm -hmm. it's it's that those kinds of stats i really want to see i want to see who's contributing the most to different aspects of the fight you know? and those stats stay on the screen so short i just thought about that when we were doing hard mode and i would look at the dps i was like that info is in the game that yeah, I, I want is. to They're see that somehow and I want to see who got the most assists for prison of elders I want to see who um, Created the most orbs of light who consumed the most orbs of light who did the most super energy or who used their super the most who's Who's an ad guy? Who's a boss guy and ooh, I want to mention uh, watching the stream 
they actually had to there you can complete challenge of the elders or challenge of elders excuse me without hitting the high score you can do that yes you can you can burn the boss as quickly as possible like you used to do with your galahorn all three of you and you can kill the boss before you meet the score requirements because they actually had to slow down killing that final boss so they could kill more ads so they yeah. could get more points so they could mm-hmm. hit that 30,000 mark. Um, so I want to make sure that people are aware of that as well. So, you know, you need to make sure that you are not just running into the room and you're galahorning Skolas within seven seconds because it's solar burn, you know? <laughs> yeah. The level 42 challenge of elders has their curated content. It's not random each time you go in the modifiers and the score. I can't remember what they call it, but the score modifier thing that is curated and they have 16 weeks of curated stuff. Now you're obviously you have eight bosses in total. So you're going to be seeing a lot of similar faces, but the whole way it's worked out is they do have 16 weeks worth of stuff. That's four months it times out kind of well with the rumored fall expansion, yada yada yada. There is no checkpoint, like no also, checkpoint yeah, system. We also really need to mention they said in stream there are checkpoints. There That's are not true. No, there are no checkpoints. They corrected themselves on Twitter and on the the weekly update. Uh, I also want to mention that the later you are in the rounds in the challenge of elders, the more points you get. So, for instance, um, more points you get per kill. So, for instance. Round one, precision kills were getting like 90 points. Mm-hmm. Round two, precision kills were getting 180 points. Round three, you were getting 270 points for precision kills. So if you're looking like you're not making it after the first round, don't worry. It's multi- multiplicatively higher in terms of however many, which round you're in. So And the score modifier thing that they were going for this week was precision kills. They were getting bonuses yeah. for precision kills. Okay. This looks fun. I'm excited about it. It's not going to hold players for four months. Like you and I have both talked about this because let's run a hypothetical here. If you are one of the really regular players in your first week, if you've got three characters, you're going to be running probably nine challenge of the elders. So let's say you complete, uh, what is it? The cumulative and the high score for each of your characters. That's three guaranteed 335 weapons, three guaranteed 335 pieces of armor. Then you run the Court of Oryx and you get your 335 artifact. And then let's say you run Rinse, Repeat, Hard Mode, King's Fall on all three of your characters because there are really dedicated folks who are going to do that in the first week. The chances for you to get in the high 320s and maybe bust into like low 330 if you've got three characters within the first week is very plausible. This is your catch-up patch. So for me, when I look at this, I know in two weeks you're going to see a lot of the YouTube streamers, the, the regular content creator people, almost butting up against 330 and getting close to that 335 mark very quickly. I don't necessarily see that as a problem, but I just wish there was a mythic difficulty or one more step above like 335. I think that having people reach 320 represents kind of the normal broader player base, 335, the more dedicated hardcore. But I wish there was just one more level of rabbit trail that those high-end dedicated people can chase for a long time, right? 
yeah, like maybe one piece of 340 light in your whole gear set. It's that's just that one piece of gear that lets you hit a little bit higher than 335. And I also think it's really good to mention there's a lot of end game content now that can get us fairly easily up to 335 light. If you think about it, now we have King's Fall normal mode potentially dropping 320 light. You have the level 41 Prison of Elders dropping 320 light. Now you have King's Fall hard mode dropping 330 light, and then the level 42 Challenge of the Elders dropping uh, three. What is it? 335. That's exactly right. So as a 307 player now, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna run prison of elders now to get to 320 i don't have to do king's fall hard mode every single time and hopefully get that 320 gear i have a path i have a stepping stones i have stairways to 330 now i just do prison of elders and then i do king's fall or i can go from prison of elders to challenge of elders and now i have multiple you routes have to take to end game i don't have to do king's fall hard mode with five other people dedicating three and a half hours of their time to run that activity I can match make my way up to 320 now. And I really, really like that. Absolutely. It's more end game content, more accessible to more players. Dude, you bring up a good point there because by actually making Prison of Elders relative at end game, now they've pushed it a little bit ahead of King's Fall because, hey, this is the newer thing that if you've been running King's Fall all the time, you get something new to experience. But you brought it up last week. It's a good thing when we see Destiny bringing content up to snuff because Vault of Glass and Crotazen are exceptional encounters and it's lame that they were just left behind. Just completely left behind because that is awesome content that a lot of the player base has yet to see. At the last, you know, little six minutes here we have in the show, I want to talk about how we can improve player retainment. While you and I are both excited for the April update and we have to be careful what we say because maybe this Wednesday stream when they show off the gear, there will be some awesome rewards that keep players grinding for a little bit longer and rewarding those dedicated folks. You and I both believe April update's going to satisfy for about a month or two and then we're going to be right back into content drought. Mm -hmm. So ideas for improving player retainment. We talked about more substantial reputation grinds with more rewards. You know, each faction should have a larger pool of rewards. And, and right now, you said it yourself, faction reps take too long. Like, to level, right? It takes way too long. Yeah, we can turn in a lot of consumables to for faction reputation, but completing a kill 10 vex majors gives you 50 rep i mean seriously and there was a, a post on reddit just the other day from mr potato kyle saying so killing omnigol on a three times vanguard streak is less rep than turning in a heavy ammo synthesis to my faction <laughs> like that's that's ridiculous to me you know you're dedicating that's out of balance man. that's like 30 to 45 minutes of your time and you don't get a substantial enough reward faction reputation yeah they they gave you more bounties to do they you know they gave you 16 slots or so to hold but with the removal of the nightfall buff and the decrease in reputation gains overall it's just less reputation gained for my faction and it's really hard to grind factions now um in my opinion because i don't have 1800 heavy ammo synthesis or strange coins or most of light to turn in dessert to get that heavy and that's not rewarding that's that's not not really rewarding that's just no yeah I'm, i'm buying it i'm buying this gear i compare wow and destiny and i know it's unfair but wow has such a long list of reputation grinds for vanity items and each of one of our like factions yes doing that 
quest to get the exotic class item is cool, but why are there not like five to ten pieces of gear that you can work towards for your faction? Whether that is an emblem, making emblems does not require exceptional amount of resources from their art team. Maybe shaders take a lot more effort to put in the game and they can cause issues, but just more vanity rewards, right? I had the idea of doing strike weekends, special weekend strike quest lines with, you suggested a strike scorecard. So this would be a, we a weekend where you go in and it's a special playlist of strikes that have modifiers. They'd be around the difficulty of like a heroic or a nightfall and you do five strikes throughout that weekend Boom, vanity reward. It's like Iron Banner kind of an event, but it's for strikes and you incentivize people to go in there. Maybe it's an easy way for them to get light 315 gear or, or 320 gear. You completed five of these difficult strikes this weekend. Here's an awesome shader or something. Yeah, it's, just like the trial scorecard, after five wins, you get that gold tier reward or something like that. It's stepping stones, stairway gears up to end game gear. Mm-hmm. More vanity rewards. That's just my... That I'm going to keep championing... Champion... Whatever. Words. Going to keep fighting for that idea. Everywhere. Make them more meaningful. Some of them that are really hard to require that don't re like rely on RNG, but reward player dedication for those people who are going to go hard on Prison of Elders for all 16 weeks. I'm going to mention here at the end of the show, I looked up on PSN the amount of people who have completed normal mode for King's Fall is 9.5%. Out of the whole PlayStation population, 9.5% have the King is Dead trophy. For hard mode, long live the King, 4.3% of the total population has completed hard mode. Those numbers are crazy because I would wager a lot of the people listening to the show are in that 10% who've completed normal mode. I would love to see one extra difficulty bump for rating. So you've got normal mode, hard mode, and I wish there was a mythic difficulty. And in my ideal world, normal mode would be something you can match make. So a lot of people can see that content. It would be similar difficulty as it is now. Hard mode would be that not matchmakeable activity requires teamwork communication. And then mythic would be something that takes the really dedicated 2% of the player base weeks to complete. I mean, extremely difficult. People fighting for world first, not within a day, but over the course of weeks. And it's a longer term grind for that smaller percentile. But that would allow normal mode to be match made and more people to see that excellent content because less than 10%. I have beaten the you, raid, man. You just made me think about... This is totally random, by the way. Guitar Hero 3, uh, Through the Fire and Flames. Yeah. Hardest song ever. It took people months to 100% that song. And when that 100% came out, it was on the news, man. It was on the news, yep. A dude playing Guitar Hero 3, Through the Fire and Flames, on Expert, 100% on the news. Man, that is... And that's, what, five, six years ago? Oh, my gosh. Um, anyways, off of that tangent, I, I do want to mention one last thing. I was listening to the Planet Destiny podcast this past week, and they had Fran from IGN on, and he made a really, really good point. So we now have a really pretty good idea of what the live team at Bungie is capable of. We've seen Festival of the Lost, Crimson Doubles, Sparrow Racing League. Now with this April update being the largest content that the live team has provided to us in Destiny, 
we now have a pretty good idea of their power within Bungie. You know, the mm-hmm. live team moving forward is not going to be House of Wolves expansion level quality. It's not going to be Taken King level quality. It's going to be these little th- events here and there, keeping content kind of fresh for those uh, dedicated players, you know, continually making these little events throughout the year. And it begs the question, is it worth it or is it substantial enough to keep players playing? You know, Crimson Doubles, only available for a week. Sparrow Racing League, only available for what, one or two weeks? It was three. It was like three or four It was three weeks. Okay. So it's these little spurts of events happening and they're not replayable because they go away after they're done. Yeah. I think they're learning. It's a good point that you bring up. The game needs a retention team. And I think the live team is learning. This April update, I want to applaud them because everything I look at at this, I go, all right, I like, this is exciting. If we could reach the it's point. Free. It's free to people who own Taken King. If we can reach the point where this stuff is coming out every three months or something similar to this every three months, or if they they just figure out something like that strike weekend idea, things that have longevity tied to it because all of the activities thus far festival of the lost crimson doubles i'm going to exclude srl for just a second here festival of the lost did not have longevity on its side you're not going to be playing that for a long-term investment when i say strike weekends i look at that and i go all right that's replayable it's not insane and people don't look at it and go oh my gosh it's going to keep me hooked on destiny but it might get them on for the weekend, whereas Festival of the Lost gets them on for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? And SRL, I played quite a bit of SRL. I enjoyed it. I wanted a little bit more depth, maybe better rewards and a track or two more, but that had the right idea to it. SRL had the right idea behind it where it was an activity that had legs behind it for keeping me invested for, you know, longer than 30 minutes. But they're learning. I th- expand the live team, make it a bit bigger, and then, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a topic for an entire show, don't you think? Now that we've seen the kind of events to expect from the live team, I think they have a pretty good pool of stuff they can rotate in and out. You know, What are we going to see in the two or three months between um, the time that the April update kind of fizzes out? Fog, and, CE. And the, the September update. You know, we have we have Iron Banner, obviously. We have Trials. I mean, that's not really new content from the live team. We have Sparrow Racing League. We have what else? You know, it's going to be like Sparrow Racing League is really the only event that we've seen, aside from Crimson Doubles, that can be added back into the rotation. You know? I bet you Vogue and CE, because we now know the live team can make Prison of Elders up to current difficulties. Just, Just do it. Do it. For those Make vanity items, CE. those legacy items, Fate Bringer, yeah. you know. I want a trophy case. Give me a trophy case. I've said it before. Trophy yes. case. <laughs> I was clearing out my vault this week, deleting all those pretty weapons, getting ready for the update. I was like, goodbye. I and wish I had a trophy case. the vault space again. <laughs> all right, guys. This Wednesday is the next stream. It's going to be twitch.tv slash bungee. They usually go live, I think, at 10 a.m. PST. It might be 11 a.m. PST, but they'll tweet it out. Watch it. Learn about the new rewards. If you enjoyed the show or have feedback or just want to talk to Diddy or I, give us a tweet over at Destiny the Show. Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. 
Excellent. You can check us out at destinytheshow.com for all the links from today and more. Check out our friends over at destinytracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on Twitter and YouTube. And we will talk with you next week. I want to see those weapon shaders. Thank you.